You are listening to WXOX LP 97.1 FM and 100.9 WXND FM. Welcome to Post Poet Pop. We are back. The lights are on. This is episode 10. Let's get into it. For your quickfire challenge, you'll have 30 minutes to reimagine the hot brown any way you see fit. However, it must have turkey, a sauce, and be plated in a skillet. You don't want zero problems, big fella. Yup. If one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some dread Recovery Waikiki for Hamnani. To the season without visitors, 
My single fin is another eulogy. The sunscreen slick of queens is knifed by it, and the cut remembers somewhere deeper, somewhere far, far before. The white procession from here could look like whitewash, and we could believe from far out here the ocean was not cauterizing a wound again. We're drifting. For every street with an elite name, 10,000 golden plovers, funerals are everywhere. Every time a tourist, whether warm or reckless, every time a tourist helicopter rescue, every time a tourist, whether cash or card, every time a tourist says, lucky we and paradise. What if that stays in the air like dead skin or drugs in a system that never disappears? drifting. We are wasting gods on this wave. To be this far out and learn nothing but how to count 10,000 golden plovers backwards, it is Waikiki as covers of love songs, recovering love songs. I am recovering love. As I paddle past the line of dead bees, puffer fish, discarded lay in the ocean. What sickness do they mean when the newspapers say that Waikiki is recovering now? From the shore, tourists must mistake us for brown water advisories, moving targets, a graveyard to be. But my digging is descent. Before paddling this far out, I dug 10,000 eel-sized holes into the groin facing the Royal Hawaiian. I blew mutty songs inside them. From 10,000 holes in the season without visitors, watch the kumulipo re-emerge and take back Waikiki. Hey, hey, oh, 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 say, I'm a captain,
I bury the river. I wear white lace to mourn because I can cut it between my teeth. I take an axe just in case. The coffin is so heavy, the pallbearers drag it, a limb and a body. It screams so loud, a tree falls. It claws the wood. It hounds. It heavy breathes and says my name. It shoulders against the lid to find the opening. They bury it with concrete because it first escaped the dirt. For 90 days it starved and never once died. Most times I am hungry, it eats my stomach. When they chained the casket shut, its arms snapped. Every time I walk, it moves the ground beneath me. Every willow tree I see mourns me. In the sunrise, the first I notice how everything is winter dead. I leave the service shaking, my lips bleeding. Oh, how a funeral spills from the parlor.
Outside, I have never been lonesome. Always a fence, a plank, an eyebrow in the ocean. A baby received in a house. Anything tall is a tree. The sky rearranges itself in the desert. The sky rearranges itself in the water. The sky rearranges itself while I am in the sky. How lucky I thought I was to see the streetlights turn on. Clouds like rows of planting. Mistakes we make and agree to continue. A view of the river, my rock in the glade, bigger relatively and still, until I pull my lover open like a zipper. I drag a trowel through them, I lick the paint off my own stick, I have a cold back and wet ankles. Later, a slow moon laboring over the hillside. Later, the fog reflects the moon. Later, my blood is sucked and I itch. Will we, will we ever find home? The car calls us in the distance to walk the stairs, to take off my shoes, to stand, wringing hands, scratching grass blades on toenails. You're starting to see things we could never see before, like you have been born, or how I waited a whole year for September. A piece of fruit, a source of fire, an edge, an excuse on a small scrap of paper, the woods in my mouth. It is so hot today, like yesterday and the day before. If these walls can talk If these walls can talk She just wanna close her eyes and sweat
But your flood can be misunderstood. War telling me they're full of pain, resentment. Need someone to live in them just to relieve tension. Me, I'm just a tenant. Landlord said D wall vacant more than a minute. D wall are vulnerable. Exclamation. Interior pink, color coordinated. I interrogated every nook and cranny. I mean, it's still amazing. Before they couldn't stand me. These walls wanna cry tears. These walls happier when I'm here. These walls never go hold up. Every time I come around, demolition might. Continuously, I can see your defense mechanism is my decision. Knock these walls down, that's my religion. Wall feeling like they ready to close in. I suffocate, they catch my second win. I resonate in these walls. I don't know how long I can wait in these walls. I've been on the streets too long. Looking at you from the outside in. They sing the same old song about how they was always the cleanest. I beg to differ. I must have missed them. I'm not involved. I'd rather diss them. I'd rather call on you. Put your wall up. Cause when I come around, demolition go. If these walls can talk, I can feel you Knock these walls down. That's my religion. Well, the walls in this radio recording studio are saying that in that first set, we started off with a little introduction from Top Chef. Welcome back to the new season. And then we heard from Chance the Rapper featuring Two Chains and Lil Wayne with No Problems. And that uh, gives me pause because last week I was going to uh, give a shout out to my nephew. Emerson, a.k.a. the soccer fanatic. He had just celebrated his 14th birthday. So just want to give a shout-out to Emerson. Happy Han Solo New Year to you, my friend. I hope you make it a great one for yourself. Get those grades up. Stay focused. All right. After Chance the Rapper, we heard from the poet Nou Revilla with the poem Recovery Waikiki. That comes from the book Ask the Brindled Milkweed Editions 2022. Followed by Erica Badu with Window Seat. And then the Louisville-born, homegrown poet, but she's doing great things out there at Cornell, Mackenzie Berry with On the Day I Bury the River. That comes from Mackenzie's latest book, Slack Tongue City, Sundress Publications, 2022. That was followed by the Band of Horses with Funeral. And then from the poet, artist, innovator, extraordinaire, Rendon Johnson, with There is a Black Fly in Your Chardonnay. Rendon is the author of The Law of Large Numbers, Black Sonic Abyss, published by the Chisholm Hill Gallery in London and the Sculpture Center in New York, 2021. And then, finally, Kendrick Lamar, featuring a slew of talented musicians and artists, Bilal, Anna Martin, R. McKinney, Terrace Martin, and the one and only Thundercat, with If These Walls Could Talk. And now is certainly the time for us as citizens to keep talking, Especially since this week, continued progress on legislation that seeks to limit the rights of the human body was made. Please, I ask this week again, you call your legislators. Let them know how you feel. Visit legislature.ky.gov. That's L-E-G-I-S-L-A-T-U-R-E dot K-Y dot G-O-V. Or you can call the legislator message line at 1-800-372-7181. You can also contact Louisville Metro Council and let your council person know your concerns. You do that by calling 502-574-1100, or you can visit louisvilleky.gov slash government slash metro dash council. Boy, you think they would make that URL easier, huh? Thank you, Metro Council. All right, we're going to get into the second set, and we're going to begin with the poet Esther Lynn with her poem, Azaleas. 
azaleas. Azaleas appear in all the early photos. My arms belted around my mother, only the top of my head seen, because she has spoken sharply, and now resorts to begging. Your father hasn't seen you in eight weeks. Smile, smile. I am too sad or sick to obey, and she makes that sound between her teeth that signals the end of a unit of patience. I release her and dash off. What follows, I don't remember. Only after, dawdling along the hedge, touching the little flaring flowers, there are so many that as I run my hand along, I meet more. Nothing else. The top of my head is hot from sun. I understand I am two girls, the one my mother wants, and the one who lives only among her own kind. Los heraldos negros. Hay golpes en la vida tan fuertes, yo no sé, golpes como del odio de Dios, como si ante ellos la resaca de todo lo sufrido se emposara en el alma, yo no sé. Son pocos, pero son. Abren zanjas oscuras en el rostro más fiero y en el lomo más fuerte. Serán tal vez los potros de bárbaros atilas o los heraldos negros que nos manda la muerte. Son las caídas hondas de los cristos del alma, de alguna fe adorable que el destino blasfema. Esos golpes sangrientos son las crepitaciones de algún pan que en la puerta del horno se nos quema. Y el hombre, pobre, pobre, Vuelve los ojos como cuando por sobre el hombro nos llama una palmada. Vuelve los ojos locos y todo lo vivido se emposa como charco de culpa en la mirada. Hay golpes en la vida tan fuertes, yo no sé. The Black Heralds There are blows in life so powerful, I don't know. Blows as from the hatred of God, as if, facing them, the undertow of everything suffered welled up in the soul. I don't know. They are few, but they are. They open dark trenches in the fiercest face, 
and in the strongest back. Perhaps they are the colts of barbaric Attilus or the black heralds sent to us by death. They are the deep falls of the Christs of the soul, of some adored faith blasphemed by destiny. Those blood-stained blows are the crackling of bread burning up at the oven door. And man, poor, poor, he turns his eyes as when a slap on the shoulder summons us, turns his crazed eyes, and everything lived wells up like a pool of guilt in his look. There are blows in life so powerful, I don't know. Ya me reconozco en las calles de Santiago, 
en lo abrumadoramente contradictorio de su sangre, por supuesto en la insurgencia, en sus paredes rayadas, en la velocidad imperdonable de las micros, en sus esquinas ruinosas o incendiadas, en las madrugadas heladas y el merquén. Creo en Santiago como en mí mismo, bestia nacida de la afrenta. Creo en sus sorsales, en los graznidos del tiuque, resonantes de verano, en la amanecida en el cajón con el río para despertarnos. I already recognize myself in the streets of Santiago, in the overwhelmingly contradictory nature of its blood, certainly in its rebellion, in its graffitied walls, in the unforgivable speed of its buses, in its ransacked or burned down corners, in its icy mornings in Merquén. I believe in Santiago like I believe in myself, beast born of indignity. I believe in its thrushes, in the tiuque's ca, resounding of summer, in the canyon's dawn, with the river to wake us.
strange, but at least you got paid. At least you look like you got something to say. Reading marks just to pass the time. Many of the class in product design. The cigarettes under the smoke themselves. Can't live your life. Love poem, attempt three. I'll say it. The most remarkable way a man has touched me is when he didn't intend to. Found the heat of me on accident. I'm saying his hand punctured the gap between our backs. Rooted around for the blanket we shared and swept my rib-ridge side. In movies, that touch is a domino that starts the chain but his bed did not abide by rules of fantasy. He touched me, and oh, I held my breath, waited for the regret he never felt. My God, he touched me, then slid closer beneath the duvet, our spines close-set arches that joined in the dark, kissing. I did not know it then, but his fingers flexed with want into the night, his heart at my back. Desire out front. second set started with the poet Esther Lynn with the poem Azaleas. Esther is the author of The Ghost Wife, a Poetry Society of America selection in 2017, and also she is the co-organizer of the organization UndocuPoets, which is out there doing really incredible work. If you haven't heard of UndocuPoets, check them out. And then that was followed by Neutral Milk Hotel with The King of Carrot Flowers, Part 1. And then the renowned Peruvian poet Cesar Vallejo, so renowned, there are two soccer teams named after him, and that was the poem Los Cerrados Negros, The Black Heralds, translated by the one and only Clayton Eshelman, 
The Spanish was read by the poet Cesar Ferreira. That poem was originally published in 1919 from the printing presses of the Lima Penitentiary in Peru, and now comes from the Complete Poetry, a bilingual edition from the University of California Press, 2009. Cesar Vallejo was followed by the indie supergroup Coco with Anybody's Guess. That was then followed by the Venezuelan poet living in Chile, Miguel Ortiz Rodriguez, with Ya Me Reconozco, or I Already Recognize Myself. That poem was translated by David Brunson, also a poet. The piece originally appeared in the Anomaly Journal. Selfish plug, I have work in Anomaly. They are doing really, really great work, especially with translation. Miguel Ortiz Rodriguez is the author of the chapbook Lengua de Ángel, or Angel Tongue, that was published on Above Ground Press 2017 in Canada. David Brunson is the translator and editor of A Scar Where Goodbyes Are Written, The Poetry of Venezuelan Migrants in Chile, from LSU Press, February 2023. Followed by the British band Pinch, with somebody else. And then Taylor Bias, excuse me, Dr. Taylor Bias. Congratulations on defending your dissertation, Dr. Bias. That was... Taylor's poem, Love Poem Attempt Number 3. Taylor is the author of I Done Clicked My Heels Three Times from Soft Skull Press, 2023. And then followed by Miles Davis's greatest inspiration and wonderful human being, Betty Davis, with In the Meantime. Coming up on these airways after me is the Glossy Goblin with Anomalous Anonymous Radio. Definitely stay tuned for that from 12 to 1. And to round out this 10th episode of Post Poet Pop today, I have four more pieces for you before I'm out of here. We will begin with the poet Dave Harity, local poet, but I know from personal experience that Dave's sandwich-making skills are off the charts, and he didn't learn that in Kentucky, he learned that in New Jersey. If you ever meet Dave, pay him for a sandwich. We'll hear Dave's poem, Elegy, Tide, and that comes from the latest issue of the Mid-American Review out of Bowling Green State University. Dave is the author of Our Father in the Year of the Wolf from Word Farm 2015. That'll be followed by a track from Credence Clearwater Revival, followed by a poem from the wonderful Jack Spicer. That poem will be Psychoanalysis and Elegy. Jack Spicer is the author of My Vocabulary Did This to Me, The Collected Poetry of Jack Spicer, Wesleyan University Press, 2008, and we will end the day with a song from the film The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I appreciate any and all of you all for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care of yourselves. We'll be back here soon. Elegy Tide Salt veins Foaming clutches of weed A silken scum the waters rising. Born a gull, I swallowed brine, scraps of gabardine. The sea is a shame of small crabs. Each wave sifts the sand for her, sediment bubbling from a fist.
Psychoanalysis and elegy. What are you thinking about? I am thinking of an early summer. I am thinking of wet hills and the rain pouring water, shedding it down empty acres of oak and manzanita, down to the old green brush tangled in the sun, greasewood, sage, and spring mustard. Or the hot wind coming down from Santa Ana, driving the hills crazy. A fast wind with a bit of dust in it, bruising everything and making the seeds sweet. Or down in the city where the peach trees are awkward as young horses, and there are kites caught on the wires up above the street lamps, and the storm drains are all choked with dead branches. What are you thinking? I think that I would like to write a poem that is slow as a summer, as slow getting started. A fourth of July somewhere around the middle of the second stanza after a lot of unusual rain. California seems long in the summer. I would like to write a poem that is as long as California and as slow as a summer. Do you get me, doctor? It would have to seem as slow as the very tip of summer. As slow as summer seems on a hot day drinking beer outside Riverside or standing in the middle of a white hot road between Bakersfield and hell waiting for Santa Claus. What are you thinking now? I'm thinking that she is very much like California. When she is still, her dress is like a road map, highways traveling up and down her skin, long, empty highways with the moon chasing jackrabbits across them on hot summer nights. I am thinking that her body could be California and I, a rich Eastern tourist, lost somewhere between hell and Texas, looking at a map of a long, wet, dancing California that I have never seen. Send me some penny picture postcards, lady, send them. One of each breast photograph looking like curious national monuments. One of your body sweeping like a three-lane highway, 27 miles from a night's lodging in the world's oldest hotel. What are you thinking? I am thinking of how many times this poem will be repeated. How many summers will torture California until the damned maps burn, until the mad cartographer falls to the ground and possesses the sweet, thick earth from which he has been hiding? What are you thinking now? I'm thinking that a poem could go on forever. Hey, hey, yeah. Going to San Francisco 
Thank you, sir. 